Welcome to the Heart and Liver Podcast. A podcast about two guys spilling their guts about God, life, and fatherhood. So today we're going to talk about high school and friendships. Um, recently, you and I just attended the concert at Mantuck Luther High School and also watching a play at Luther Prep School for our kids and nieces. Niece brought back memories of high school. Yeah. So I was sitting in the auditorium and we were talking and it was at uh, Mantuck Lutheran where we both went to high school. And I realized that none of the teachers I had are there anymore. Yep. None of mine are there either. When my son first started there, we had one teacher that was still there. Uh, one teacher was kind of on her way out. She was, she had cancer, but then the other one was retiring after one year. So had a little bit of overlap, but not as much as I would think. So we can talk about our teachers that we had at Manitowoc Lutheran because they're no longer there. Maybe why they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe why they're our favorite teacher. Right. Yeah, that would be good. I, re- I remember Mr. Steinbrenner. Um, he taught, I remember being in economics class. But really, his Western civilization history. I really liked. I like. I liked the topics there, the history, but I also liked him as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, did you have him? I did. Yep. And he would have sayings that we would like, like barracuda, like it rolls just off the tongue, or bourgeoisie. Um, I remember him from economics mm-hmm. class. We had to do like a stock market where we had to go to the newspaper in the in the library every day and yep. check out stock prices to see how they were doing. And we picked fake stocks. And at the end of the year, we had a, a contest who got the best score on their stocks. In my class, mm-hmm. it was the only the guy who the one the person who won with the stocks was their stock split like halfway through the semester so they had double of all of their shares so that's why they they got the most huh. so you liked did he, you liked did, go ahead as i like Steinbrenner, did he always uh tease you about the famous people in history actually being a brenner so they're related to him no, i forgot about all that yeah <laughs> Yeah, he was, I liked him because he kept the class fun and engaging, but he was also serious about learning, you know, no messing around. Like the one time, I remember the one day, I was in a weird, snarky mood. And when he asked a question, I gave him a comical answer he did not appreciate. And he quickly... Uh, put me in my place. <laughs> no, this is where serious learning here now. You know, like there's a time for humor, but not that. Not this time, not at that moment. Yeah. 
And it, I also remember kid, you know, it's hard to figure out when is the right time you're learning about. Yeah, that's right. And the other time when is appropriate to say something when isn't. He didn't like cats. Do you remember that? Nope. Nope. Not so he brought out his cat guillotine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he had his in his office. He had this little miniature guillotine. We were talking about the French Revolution. Okay. Brought that out. And then we had one of the, my classmates was a real clown and always goofing off. And so the one day he went back in his office and he, he threw him a grenade, a real, like without any explosives in it, but it was just the, the shell of a grenade. We were like, what, why, why does he have that in his office? <laughs> I remember Mr. Schultz. Uh, well, no, there was no wait. There was Dennis Schultz, who was English. Mm-hmm. He was really good. I really liked him. And there was. What did you like about him? I had him for speech class in English and. He had a little bit of a sarcastic sense of humor that would sneak out Mm -hmm. that like you had to be paying attention to get it. I like that. Um, I don't know. I just had a pleasant, he was strict, you know, but yet, um, Generous, caring, you know. Mm-hmm. There was the one professor that did history that was, I just remember his room was down on the end next to the stairwell. It was Zontag. on the end. Zontag. Zontag, yes. Yeah. He was super strict. Everybody was terrified of him. He was loud, right. but if you studied and you read your assignments and stuff, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, but you don't mess around in his class. Yeah. I just remember him talking about, we were talking about different cities in the area and something about how you, you rated the city based on how many blinks it was. To pass through it. <laughs> so, because he, he had all these little towns all around Manitowoc, sure. right? It's like, you, you know, White Lock, two right. blink town, and <laughs> Collins was a one blink town. And my favorite teacher was Mr. Winter. He was, uh, he did mm-hmm. English and, uh, he also did Latin. So I had him for four years of Latin. So I always appreciated him. He was, uh, um, what I liked about him is that he, he seemed to have a love of learning and that's, mm-hmm. that seemed to permeate our conversations and what we were talking about. He clued me in on my, one of my favorite movies, Casablanca. We were, we watched Casablanca. Um, my, uh, one of my years that I was, t- was taking a class there. So I just really appreciated Mr. Winter. Mm-hmm. Merchant of Venice. Merchant of Venice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Favorite class. 
What's your favorite class? I, I, I don't know what my favorite class is. I get, well, my favorite class would have been the uh, electronics class that I took. Oh, yeah, with Mr. Beck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was when computers were young and boxes. They look like a box. Mm-hmm. Maybe cassette tapes for the to program the computer. So you had you said you had Beck for electronics. I never had Beck for electronics. I had them for physics or some some chemistry or something. Yeah, yeah, well, that's maybe not I had physics. For, I had uh, Pastor uh, Mister Fink for physics. I had him for yeah. We had like a computer type class where we learned about computer programming. A little bit. Oh, okay. I, I didn't have that. I had Mr. Fink did a Mr. Fink did electronics class. So that was like electrical circuits. Ah. And one of the projects was putting adding a electrical in your house. Electrical what in your house? Light a light fixture. Oh, okay. So, so I remember back. doing that with. I did that with Dad. The basement. We put a light in at the top of the steps to go down to the basement. Sure. And nowadays they have all those youth apprentices programs where kids can leave school and work on a job site and things like that. It's pretty neat. They have that now. Yeah. So like, oh, uh, cool. I, I I teach a class in the morning, and there are some 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 guys are coming in, and their hands are still greasy from wherever they. Oh went. wow. All right, uh, favorite class. Cool. Like I said, I didn't have a favorite class that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. But I did enjoy most of my classes. Um, weirdest memory of high school? Mm, that would be when my classmates pulled the lockers out of the wall. Uh, okay. <laughs> that would be that a weird like, memory. I was like, what the heck? We were the most behave, misbehaved class that the, yeah. the staff had experienced. It was just bad. I was not part of that. I did not endorse that. <laughs> so, I just saw them do it. So all the lockers in like in, in the hallway or in the locker rooms? There was one section of lockers. It was a smaller section, maybe okay. ten, 10 lockers between doorways. And they were... They were, I don't know, they were goofing around, and then they started yanking on them, and the whole unit came out. Hmm. Um, my weirdest memory of high school is uh, stealing a car by accident. Uh, I drove our sister's car, the Dodge Omni. It was a really mm-hmm. light blue um, four-door hatchback. I drove it to Shopco mm-hmm. and went inside, came out, didn't look at the car all that much and uh, put my key in and it wouldn't start right away. But then I just hit the steering wheel, turned the steering wheel and the key started, started right up. I started driving and I noticed one of the speakers was out on the car and I'm like, I didn't think I was playing the radio that loud uh, when I got there. And then <laughs> <laughs> I drove over to the library and I got in the library and I looked in the rearview mirror and usually because... You and I are both Star Trek fans. We bought her a decal for the window that said Borg Institute of Technology. It's a Star Trek reference. And yeah. I looked in the I looked in the rearview mirror in the window and it said UWGB. 
So then I got out. It was exactly the same color and everything other than the fact that it's the wrong car. So I got out and I was like, well, what do I do now? And of course it's not the age of cell phones. So you have to go into the library to use the pay phone that's there, uh, put money in it to pay. So I put money in. I didn't call 911 because I didn't think it was an emergency, but I called the police station and I told them this is what had happened because I had obviously I had locked the car when I got to the library. And then that key couldn't open the door. So when I got out of ShopGo, uh, I didn't bother. Um, the door was open, so I was able to get in. But as soon as I locked the door, that key wouldn't work to open the door. So uh, then I was stuck stuck there. So I called the police, and they said, well, we'll look into it. And I had assumed the police would come and get me first and then take me back to ShopGo. But no, they went to ShopGo first. And they found the woman who was sitting there in the parking lot looking for her car. And they said, uh, ma'am, are you missing your car? And she said, yes. And uh, so then they went over to get me. And um, I was in the back of the back of the police officer's car. And and I had to do a ride back to Shopko. And, of course, I was trying to make jokes about things because I was nervous. And I said, well, I'm sure you guys get this all the time. And they said, nope <laughs> so then i was like oh okay i can't i can't joke joke about this you know they're they're treating it very seriously and then as soon as they pulled in the shop they said okay show us which car you is yours and i went and well when they picked me up i said this is the car that i took and then they i got in and they drove me over the shop go and they said where's your car and i said there it is and then they got out and they watched me put the key in to make sure that it was really my car. And then it made sense. And then all charges were dropped and everything. But, um, yeah, it was a very nerve-wracking wow. hour and a half of time. That's my weirdest memory. That trumps mine. <laughs> uh, what other memories? you want to talk about sad memories? Bad memories that we learned or shaped us? Yeah, so I just had, I had a class. It was a religion class, and the teacher had no control of discipline in the classroom. And the kids were talking, they were throwing spitballs, passing notes. Mm-hmm. It was just awful. And it, Okay, you can have an awful class, but it's also an awful class in a religion, you know, topic. And um, so, at, a, at a Lutheran high school, you know, it's just really sad. And so then to what I learned out of that was like, I don't want to lose touch with who I'm talking with. Cause oh, okay. He was he had he had no clue what was going on in the classroom and what the kids were talking about and what, how they were goofing around and nobody was really listening. And yeah, my, one of my saddest memories was, uh, we were going to some sort of choir function and there were two people that I had hung out with or supposedly were friendly to me. But then at this choir function, I think like choral fest or something, they very much told me get lost. Uh, we don't want to spend any time with you. And they went and they spent time with other people. And that shaped me because that was, you know, you realize just how people can betray you. And, uh, wow. 
Especially when you thought they were friends. Yeah, and you thought they were friends, but they were just using you for at a time. And but so it shaped me because I would make sure I would never make anybody feel that way. That you'd want everyone to feel like they're welcomed and appreciated. Mm-hmm. Happiest memories. <laughs> Sour cream and onion chips and pizza and Mountain Dew. <laughs> so I remember we had, I was in some kind of extracurricular band thing. Whether I think it was like a WSMA wind ensemble. Uh-huh. And so then we had practice after school and they would go for a long time. And so we'd order in pizza and, um, the vending machines down at the front door had Mountain Dew and sour cream and onion chips. And that's my favorite things. That is a happy memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, my happiest memory. I think I, my happiest memory is one where. We had, I was in academic decathlon, which is after an after school activity where basically you take on another curriculum. So you have a science course, science things you talk about, you read a book, um, you do speeches and things. And, uh, we had, we were going on, we, we had done it for one year. This was like our second year. We were seniors. And so we, we acted like we weren't taking the, the, that opportunity that seriously, but, um, we did really well. And so it was one of those where uh-huh. that was a happy memory of us of, uh, she just, our, um, advisor just could not believe that we could do that. Well, <laughs> she's like, she had lost all faith in us. <laughs> so, so, so part of it was, you know, she didn't, she didn't understand. Maybe it was like that teacher that you had had. She didn't connect that we were, we were doing the stuff. We were just, um, also goofing around because it was extracurricular. It was not, you know, not school. We couldn't mm-hmm. be like school all the time. We had to, we had to let loose a little right. bit. Um, so, yep. but it was a, it was a happy memory because it was a neat thing that I was in an experience where people were not treating something seriously, but yet they were treating it seriously mm-hmm. off the time, like at home and things. And I was also doing the same thing. So it was nice to be able to have that where there was more than one individual who was like me where they said, you know, this is a, t- we need to blow off some steam here, but we will take this seriously. So it was nice to see that, um, common thread that I wasn't the only one that does th- stuff like mm. that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Did you take driver's ed there? I did. Yeah. So I have a crazy memory from that class. I love the instructor. I don't know who he was. He wasn't um, a high school teacher. He came in to teach this class and he was very practical guy. And I remember the, the clown student that I mentioned earlier was in this driver's ed with me. And so he said, okay, so driving at night is sometimes challenging for new drivers because everything's dark and, and it's hard to see things, but you have your headlights. So, What's a good thing that you can do to help you see better at night? And the student said, oh, we, you just wear your sunglasses at night. That'll help you get better at it. The instructor was just like, what are you talking about? No, you don't do that. You wear sunglasses during the day, not at yeah. night. 
<laughs> um, uh, last, we want to talk about friendship. What did we learn about being a friend uh, from our high school experience? Well, I, I don't know that I can top your story. I mean, that betrayal. Oh, yeah. That basically, wow. Um, I I only had a handful of real, that I consider friends. A lot of classmates were just, you know, people that you knew and went to class with and did things with, but they weren't really my friend. Yeah, sometimes we think in when we are in high school, we think these are the friends we're going to have for life, but sometimes some friendships die, I mean, and it's not a, necessarily a bad thing. Your interests change, uh, who you are changes, because mm-hmm. we aren't, the, you and I are yeah. not the same as we are in yeah. high school, and I'm sure the kids that were goofing around when we were there are not that same person today. So that it, yep. it's difficult to, to have something in because you do invest four years of your life in a friendship or in a, in a, in a relationship at that time, but it, they can end. Right. And it's so like, I think part of it was like, I wish I would have developed friendships, a deeper friendships with the good quality people that I saw in my class. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, like Luke Wolf Graham was in my class. He's a good guy. I mean, he's a missionary. Um, I wish I would have developed that better. Yeah. Well, you didn't have internet or Facebook or anything. So I was like, what are you going to do? And then the one friendship that did hang on for a while, even after high school, um, you know, I let it go because I, I, I don't think it was helping me be a better person. Mm. And you're right. We do change. And I think there is a lot of my classmates that are still friends today. And they're the ones that do the organize the reunions and stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm such a different person than what I was back then. And how I wasn't necessarily treated very nicely by the people that are organizing the reunions. And so I'm like, they're probably different people too, but I I just don't want to go back and relive any memories. Yeah. So it's okay. Yes. It's okay to enjoy friendships. And then I guess encouragement would be not to, like, I felt like I was too shy to spend more time or more effort in developing the, the ones, the friendships I would have liked. Mm-hmm. And then I kept the ones that I necessarily weren't good for me or weren't that beneficial. I kept them on too long. That's good advice. I don't have any good advice as far as friendships. Just, um, and you said it very well. So high school memories, good memories, weird memories. As yeah, dads. we had good memories. And it's, it's weird looking back. I mean, same thing is happening at the college level too. Like when Becky graduated from WLC, you know, like there's nobody left that was yeah. a teacher when I was there. And so that, have to like it's sad like you want things to continue on enjoy it while you have it i mean that was the one advice that 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 ran the kitchen at wlc and i thought he was his advice wasn't like oh yeah right whatever he said you know enjoy your time right now and i get it now because it's never going to happen again you're not going to have the same teachers in high school you're not going to have the same classmates anymore so utilize them, make, be intentional with them. 
Yeah. Nothing is yeah, assumed. Enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enjoy them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're trying to wrap up and he's pointing his finger at me saying, go, go say <laughs> something. And, but it's a zoom meeting and it's, he's frozen. <laughs> so I'm like, he's getting ready to move his finger, but nope, he is, nope, he's nope. not doing it. Nope. Wait, wait. Oh, wait. Now he's with me. It's crazy. Okay. So yes, high school, um, I guess even those high school years, you know, just enjoy the times, um, be intentional with your friendships, you know, and, um, for the bad ones like you had, or I had weird classmates, um, you just learn what you don't want to be like, and then you can have empathy for when you see that kind of behavior, you know, like I had empathy for the teacher who had no control in the classroom. Um, that made me want to make sure if I ever was in a situation where I'm teaching a group or leading a group that I'm connecting with them and not being out of touch and that I want to be intentional with developing friendships. If you see someone that you think that's a really good person, you know, don't be shy like I was and you miss the opportunity to develop a good friendship. Um, and then the friendships that are just okay, you know, you can enjoy them. Um, but you don't have to feel like you have to keep them, even though like in my case, it was the friend I think liked having me around more than I liked being around him. Um, and so it's okay to let them go or fade away. So those are the high school experiences that affected us. We'd love to hear you guys, our kids, cause we're just two dads spilling our guts about life and fatherhood and God. And we'd love to hear your experiences as well as, as your dad's, um, knowing that our experiences may not be the same as yours. Um, but we have something to learn from them. And maybe as, as your dad, we'd, we'd love to learn from you in your high school experiences. <laughs>